The T-Biz Podcast delivers T-News that you need to know. A recap of the week's major headlines with commentary and cultural trends hosted by Dan Bolton. It is the voice of origin for tea professionals and enthusiasts worldwide. The T-Biz Podcast and blog connect you directly to experts in the tea lands. Listen as their voices reveal the news, innovations, cultural insights, and consumer trends that most impact the industry. Paired with Tea Journey, a digital magazine for tea enthusiasts, the T-Biz portal is a global resource for everyone who loves tea. Hello, everyone. Here are this week's headlines. Tea is experiencing a mid-year melancholy. Yields are down across the tea lands. China exports continue to expand. And demand for Darjeeling is down. Plus, T-Biz traveled to Padula, Sri Lanka in early May to participate in a spring harvest ceremony with hundreds of local growers. Each carried a ceremonial plate with intricately arranged tea leaves or a small sack of processed tea as an offering. Accompanied by drummers and dancers, they entered a parade to the courtyard of an ancient temple where a Buddhist monk blessed their first fruits of the season. Hear the full story later in this podcast. More in a minute, but first, this important message. What makes a perfect cup of Ceylon tea? The perfect cup is from the tea businesses that ensure the protection of all the children living within their tea estates. We salute Kailani Valley, Telawakili, Bogawanthalawa, Harana, and Eliptia tea estates. Support Save the Children, Sri Lanka. Several troubling patterns have emerged six months into the new tea year. Heat and insufficient rainfall are the most troubling. Growers in the tea lands from China and Kenya to India, Sri Lanka, and Nepal expect lower yields and are concerned about maintaining quality. Sri Lanka, a black tea benchmark, reported that cumulative exports from January through April are down by 12 million kilos compared to 2022. Prices increased on scarcity to an average FOB of 1,996 rupees, about $6.77 per kilo in U.S. dollars. Tea prices after the first of the year largely depend on the supply scenarios unfolding during the first quarter of 2022, according to the Tea Exporters Association of Sri Lanka. China experienced intense and prolonged heat last summer, the tea lands have been warmer and unusually dry across much of China's western belt since then, resulting in a reduction in the yield of spring tea of between 20 and 50 percent. Yan'an reported record high temperatures in March and is experiencing a severe drought, a repeat of the dry years in 2019 and 2021. Hydroelectric reservoir levels are so low that power is being rationed. Supplies will be more than sufficient for domestic consumers, but tea prices are expected to rise due to higher input and labor costs. Kenya reached a flashpoint last week when protesters forced the closure of tea operations in Karakul County after burning several mechanical harvesters and stealing unprocessed tea. 
More than 100 protesters were arrested and one person was killed in violent confrontations with police. The local growers association called for additional security before production can resume. Exports there are at a five-year low due to soft demand from major trading partners, Pakistan, Egypt, and the CIS countries. In India, tea growers in the mountainous northeastern provinces report a 15% year-to-date decline in yield as rainfall totals only 6.3 millimeters compared to the seasonal average of 15 millimeters, leading to outbreaks of pests. Unfavorable conditions delayed the second flush harvest by two weeks. In Assam, the Indian Meteorological Department recorded 38% less rainfall than normal between March 1st and May 31st. Chinese tea exports grew by 1.6% to $2.1 billion on a volume of 375,000 metric tons of mainly green tea in 2022, according to Chinese customs data. The total yield for all teas was 3.18 million metric tons, according to Dr. Mao Limin, who presented a summary of China's 2022 output at the Global Dubai Tea Forum in April. Limin is chairman of the Zhejiang Tea Industry Association and founder and chairman of Zhejiang Camel Organic Food Company. His presentation cited statistics provided by the Chinese Tea Marketing Association. Yield more than doubled from 1.35 million metric tons in 2009 to 2.89 million metric tons in 2019 and continues its steady growth, according to Limin. China harvested 3.063 million metric tons of tea in 2021. In 2022, the world's largest tea producer cultivated tea on 8.24 million acres, approximately 60% of the global land under tea. Globally, China dominates green tea exports. Last year, green tea production was 1.85 million metric tons, and green tea exports were valued at 1.4 billion U.S. dollars, generating more revenue than all other China teas combined. Black tea ranked second at 482,000 metric tons, earning 340 million on sales. Oolong exports totaled 19,350 metric tons, generating 258 million in sales. Fujian province ranked first in tea export value, accounting for 25.5% of the country's total. Green tea exports amounted to 83.6% of China's total. Black tea exports accounted for 8.9% of exports, and oolong teas were 5.2% of 2022 exports. Average prices for tea exports ranged from $4.40 per kilo for green tea to $15.90 per kilo for puer tea. Black tea exports averaged $10.30 per kilo in 2022. The men explained that the volume of tea imports is small compared to exports, but China is importing greater quantities of black tea, 
which totaled $107 million in sales last year. Volume was 30 million kilos, which were imported at an average price of $3.56 per kilo. Black teas now account for 20.3% of China's tea imports. Sri Lanka was the most important trading partner in 2022, delivering 11.6 million kilos of black tea, valued at 59 million. India shipped 5.7 million kilos of mainly black tea, valued at 14 million, and Kenya traded 1.4 million kilos of black tea, valued at $3.2 billion. Indian Tea Exporters Association Chairman Anshuman Kanoria reports that European demand for Darjeeling tea is at least 10 to 15% lower than last year, with unit sale prices the same or marginally lower. The other big market, Japan, has also bought less Darjeeling this year because of a weak yen. Darjeeling's second flush teas, which are popular in European markets, is experiencing a two-week delay. And prices for Darjeeling tea auctions this week is lower than the previous week, but a quick comparison with last year's sale 21 indicates a much better 2023. However, sale 21, which was conducted on May 27th, saw a marginal increase in demand for all tea grades except Darjeeling. In April this year, the state government directed the producers to increase daily wages investment got from 232 rupees to 250 rupees beginning June 1st, 2023. However, producers have filed a petition in the High Court against the order expressing an inability to implement this under the current conditions. The next hearing is June, the first week of June. Arvinda Anantharaman in Bengaluru reports on tea auction prices for sale 21. India Tea Price Report for Sale 21, the week ending 28 May 2023. In Sale 21, Kolkata saw an increase of 4.43% demand for all tea grades except Darjeeling. CTC Leaf saw good demand with an average sale price of 184 rupees 91 paise per kilo, with a little over 12% selling for 250 rupees and higher. Western India was a top buyer. CIS countries lent good support to orthodox tea grades. Guwahati saw better prices in the previous week with a higher volume of tea on offer. Kochi also saw higher volumes of orthodox leaf on offer. Top buyers continue to be A.V. Thomas and Kerala Supply Co. Orthodox leaf in Kunur saw good demand, fetching average prices of 134 rupees 62 paise per kilo. Some teas such as Chamraj, Glendale, and Mylor saw prices hitting 200 rupees and uh, higher. Orthodox Dust saw the highest demand with 91% sale volume and average prices of 113 rupees, 94 rupees, 94 paise per kilo. Weather continues to seesaw between normal and deficient temperatures. Assam is seeing higher than normal temperatures, which will impact the ongoing second flush. Darjeeling is also expected to see Below normal rainfall and above normal maximum temperatures, slight rainfall expected in the Nilgiris. And now, a word from our sponsor. Hello, I'm Bogdan, a passionate tea drinker and the inventor of the ultimate tea machine, the Brewmaker One. Preparation is key to making fine tea. Sequential steepings deliver the best taste possible and unlock the true value of whole leaf teas and botanicals. Brew automates that process without using any pots or capsules. 
the simple-to-operate smartphone control device stores steeping profiles to consistently make great tea at the push of a button. Brew also reduces time, waste and energy. That's because I engineered a brew to remember control settings for temperature, brewing time and quantity. Using my patented process lets you stack steep simply and conveniently. Ibiz traveled to Padula, Sri Lanka in early May to participate in a spring harvest ceremony with hundreds of local tea growers. Each carried a ceremonial plate with intricately arranged tea leaves or a small sack of processed tea as an offering. Accompanied by drummers and dancers, they paraded to the courtyard of an ancient temple where a Buddhist monk blessed their first fruits of the season. Padula is an ancient city of 50,000 located in the remote central mountains of Sri Lanka. It is the capital of Uva province where tea is grown on steep hillsides exposed to the northeast and southwest monsoon winds. Plantations are located between 3,000 and 5,000 feet above sea level. Here, Thomas Lipton cultivated the world's most popular tea blend. The district's high-grown broken orange pico grades have earned a top price at auctions for 150 years. Padula is a picturesque tourist location with guest inns, small hotels, resorts, and bungalows. The rail station is the remote terminus of the up-county railway built by the British in 1924 to transport tea to Colombo. Early on Saturday, May 6th, city officials and tea planners formed ranks at the Badula Administration Building with tea offerings in hand. Dancers and silver chain mail, drummers and musicians took their places. On a large flatbed truck, workers ready to silk-covered platform that supported a huge brass urn to receive offerings of finished tea. A Buddhist monk in bright orange robes motioned to me, and asked that I walk with him along streets lined with onlookers. He explained to the curious that I had traveled 12,000 kilometers to convey the gratitude of Western tea drinkers. The parade route was less than a kilometer. Barefoot, we approached the temple grounds guarded by four Asian elephants. The sacred site honors Siddhartha Gautama, who lived from 563 to 483 B.C., Known as the Buddha, he was a prince born in what is now Nepal, who traveled to Sri Lanka 2,500 years ago, during the eighth year after his enlightenment. Near the temple entrance, a small herd of goats grazed at a roundabout near the clock tower as the drummers and dancers in bearded masks performed on Station Road. Vendors sold lotus flowers to the crowd. Stands with fruit and fresh coconut lined the temple walls inside of the brilliant white-domed stupa built to preserve the Buddha's relics. The sand-covered courtyard was peaceful and cool, shared by 24 Bodhi trees of massive girth. The largest tree was planted by an early Ceylon king who converted to Buddhism during his 40-year reign from 247 to 207 B.C. 
On arrival, celebrants carried the brass urn to a large marble altar and unveiled it. Planners then began tearing open small bags of tea and pouring the tea into the urn. Pluckers brought fresh leaves, forming a large pile near a statue of the Buddha. The crowd was devoted, joyous, and eager to present their teas before sitting cross-legged in the sand to join a meditation led by the monk. The monk's harmonic chants calmed the crowd who joined in. He then spoke of the harvest before blessing the teas on the altar. He explained that Buddhist blessings rely on energetic cultivation, not simply prayer. To be blessed requires practical actions to accumulate merits and good deeds. Buddhists earn merit through mindfulness, meditation, chanting, and performing rituals. Everyone socialized near the museum on the temple grounds, making me feel quite comfortable. We were all on our way before noon. Harvest blessings originated centuries ago. Tea offerings in Sri Lanka date to 1867 when tea was first cultivated. Sri Lanka is only 500 miles from the equator, but the harvest begins in May at this altitude and peaks from June through September. Production of high-grown tea in five provinces totaled 65 million kilos in 2021. Auction prices for this tea averaged $3.90 per kilo in May. Padula's rural economy is dominated by tea, making the blessing of the first fruit one of the most important observances on the calendar. Intrigued by what you heard in today's podcast? Would you like to learn more from our global network of T-Biz journalists and tea experts? Remember to visit the T-Biz website for more comprehensive coverage. That's www.t-bizbiz.com. Thanks for listening. Farewell till next week. Produced by Audavita Studios. Connect your voice to the world.